Hello, I'm Pete Bowen, and welcome to Wisdom, Leadership, and Success, Real Talk About Life, where the goal is to have happier, simpler, more successful lives. You can subscribe to this blog and podcast at my website, petebowen.net. It's also available on iTunes and other podcast services. In our last blog, we talked about three simple things you can do to build a great organizational culture. The three steps were, one, identify your core values, two, develop an ethos to practice your core values and create your culture, and three, continually improve your core values, ethos, and culture. A lot of people think that organizational culture is touchy-feely and you can't do much with it. The point is, if you take each of your core values and transform those into two to three specific behaviors that practice those core values, you can intentionally create your organizational culture. You can align and synergize your culture so you get the best performance from your team. It's simple. You become what you do. You become what you practice. If you practice two to three behaviors for each core value, your core values will become your culture. That sounds good, but what core values should you choose? What are the right core values? One organization I work with has nine core values and 30 corresponding statements. How about trying to put that into effect? Another I know has six core values, but very few employees know them, much less intentionally use them. Are your core values supposed to guide your team's behavior or function as little more than a public relations statement? Few companies transform their values into specific practices. Even fewer measure whether those values are being practiced or not. So what are the answers? Let's start by understanding the broader context around core values. We know from earlier podcasts that the key to success at work is having high trust relationships with your team and your customers. High trust relationships with your team increases employee engagement and productivity. High trust relationships with your customers brings you more business. That means you want to choose core values that build the highest trust relationships with your team and your customers. It gets better. Remember, you achieve happiness in your personal life and success in your work life the same way, by developing high-quality, high-trust relationships with others. The same values that will bring you success in your work life will also bring you success in your private life. If you do it right, you'll choose a single set of core values that covers success in all aspects of your life. If you choose a lot of core values, you get the advantage of a long, inclusive list of values. No values get left out. On the other hand, if you have too many values, then the values lose strength because there's too many to learn and practice. Your average person is maxed out at three core values. Three is the most people can understand and actively apply. To be most effective, limit yourself to three core values. So how do you balance a desire for a long list of values with a limit of three? The answer is this. Choose three core values that can be easily unpacked into all the other values in your company and your life. Putting all this together, you want three core values that build high trust relationships in your work and personal lives and can be unpacked into all the other important values. That brings us to the three core values that are critical for developing great relationships. Wisdom, performance, and love.
So what's wisdom? Wisdom is the combination of knowledge and character. That means wisdom unpacks into knowledge and character. More specifically, wisdom is your knowledge of the truth combined with your character, your ability to live the truth. It can be as simple as having the knowledge that cigarette smoking is bad for your health combined with the strength of character to actually avoid smoking. The more knowledge you develop about the truth and the more you develop your character practicing that knowledge, the more wisdom you gain. It's a continuously improving cycle. That's why wisdom comes through experience. The more people trust your knowledge about something, the more they will follow you. The more people trust your character, especially in difficult situations, the more they will follow you. The more people trust your knowledge and your character, the better your relationships. The knowledge you need depends on the role you play. If you're a technician, then you need to have technical knowledge. If you're a supervisor, you're going to need to maximize your management knowledge. Management knowledge itself unpacks into other knowledge, like how to plan, how to communicate, how to handle HR issues. On the character side, let's talk a bit about integrity. Integrity is a very popular virtue, but most people can't define it or confuse integrity and honesty. Integrity is different than honesty. Imagine the whole list of virtues as the hull of a boat. Integrity means that there's no leaks in that hull. When someone has integrity, it means they consistently live all the virtues with no leaks. If you want to describe great character in one word, that word would be integrity. Wisdom is a great core value because it naturally impacts into knowledge and character, two things required to build high trust relationships and achieve success. The value of performance is straightforward. You've got to perform. A basketball player has to make the shot. The salesperson has to close the deal. The CFO has to generate the financials. Managers have to make their numbers. The technician has to be able to fix the problem. A parent has to be able to raise children. A friend has got to be there for you when you need them most. The more people trust your ability to perform, especially under pressure, the better your relationships, performance, and success. Finally, there's the value of love. Think back to your younger days. Did you have a teacher or coach who made a big difference in your life? What did that person do that made that big difference? Was it teaching you a better way to solve an algebra equation? Was it teaching you a better way to throw a ball? Probably not. That special person most likely made a difference in your life because they took the time to show you that they care about you. Love is, in many ways, the most important value to build high trust relationships because love itself is a relationship. Some relationships are grounded in exercising power over people. Other relationships are transactional. You pay them, they give you labor in return. You get what you pay for, nothing more. The best, highest trust relationships are the ones based in love. The ancient Greeks had several ways to think about love. Storge is what they called that affectionate love you have for your family because they're family. Philia is the brotherly or sisterly love you have for close friends. Think Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. Eros is that love that is the very passionate, almost irrational love you have for another. Agape love is the deepest kind of love. Agape is when you're willing to fully sacrifice yourself for another. Think soldiers willing to die for each other on the battlefield. 
or a parent willing to die for their child. Agape is the self-sacrificing love that the Creator has for each of us. If people know that you not only care about them, but love them, you'll get the deepest commitment and develop the highest trust relationships possible. Why use the word love instead of care? Care is good, but it's not as powerful as love. I think it's too easy to take care for granted. Care is convenient. We're so familiar with care that we don't feel much need to talk about it. So it's unlikely that we will talk about it with our team. The biggest pushback on using love is that that word makes us feel a little uncomfortable. We've been raised to think that love is something that's supposed to be restricted to our private lives, not let into our work life. That's why love makes us feel uncomfortable. But being uncomfortable with the word love is actually a benefit. It means that we have to stop and talk about it. That discussion will make our teams and our people think more about love and their relationships with each other. Those relationships will get deeper and more powerful. Love is a deeper relationship. Love is the foundation for the highest trust relationships. Why settle for the word care when you can get higher trust relationships and better performance with love? Finally, there's a huge bonus to engaging wisdom, performance, and love as your core values. Not only will these values give you the highest trust relationships and the highest performance teams, they'll turn you and your people into great leaders. How does that work? Great leaders build high-performance teams by developing the highest trust relationships with their people. The more people trust your wisdom, your ability to perform under pressure, and your love for them, the more they're going to follow you, whether you want them to follow you or not. By practicing these three values, you not only create high-trust, high-performance teams, but you form great leaders as well. Let me know what you think. I'm Pete Bowen. Thank you for listening to Wisdom, Leadership, and Success, Real Talk About Life with me, Pete Bowen. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Please visit our website, petebowen.net, where you can find additional information and subscribe to this podcast. I'd love to hear your comments and questions. Finally, please share us on social media with your friends. Thanks.